This is a Dalina University production. Welcome to the third lesson of Arabic 1. Today we're going to talk about gender, nominal sentences and suffix pronouns in the singular. In most languages we have a masculine form, a feminine form and a neutral form. In English we have he, she and it when we talk about things. In Arabic there is only a masculine and a feminine form. That means that words like house, car, computer, dog, cat, window, etc. are either considered masculine or feminine. And when you talk about them and when you describe them, you need to remember is it a feminine word or a masculine word? Now, luckily, most feminine words are marked with one of one f with a feminine marker. The most common feminine marker is called a ta marbuta. It looks like a little circle with two dots on top of it. You can see it to the right in the picture. It's pronounced as a long A sound. So the word written is Jamila with A at the end. The second marker for the feminine looks like a ya, the letter you learned last week, but without the dots. And again, the sound is that of a long A. So the next word in the middle is Leila. Okay. And the last feminine marker, again pronounced as an A, is an alif followed directly by a hamsa on the line. And again, the sound is A. So this, the last letter is Hana, the A sound at the end. And while speaking, that's one of the easiest ways of recognizing the feminine, feminine form. It's an A or an E sound at the end of the world. Of course, some words are obviously feminine. Words for mother, sister and so on that can't be a male or masculine. So sometimes even though the word doesn't carry a feminine marker you need to use your common sense to decide whether to treat it as a feminine word or a masculine word. However there are some words, not many, but there are some words that look like masculine words but they are feminine. One of them is the word for fire which looks masculine but is feminine. Now these words they're not that many and the only way to work, work with them is to learn them off by heart. If you look words up in a dictionary if there is no gender mark, if it doesn't say F or M next to the word, um, you can decide that it's masculine. 
and if the word has a feminine marker you will re-decide and decide that it's a feminine word. Most of the time you will not find these little letters telling you if, the, if it's a masculine or a feminine word but instead you will have to trust your own common sense. For some words, especially for professions and adjectives, you can change the gender by adding this ta marbuta at the end. When speaking, the only difference you hear it's the A that we talked about before. So the word for a male engineer is muhandis. For a female engineer it's muhandisa. A male student is called a talib. A female student a taliba. And a male teacher is called a mudarris. Whereas a female teacher is called a mudarrisa. Right? Now you can see, if you look at the screen in front of you, that the only difference in writing in these letters, or these words I should say, are the tamarbuta at the end, the little circle with the two dots at the end of the words. This also works with adjectives. If we look at the second line, we have jamil, beautiful if you're describing something masculine, jamila beautiful if you're describing something feminine kabir kabira for big and karim describing a male generous person and karima if you're describing a female generous person in arabic there is no equivalent to the um, English verb is, am, are. So if you want to make a very easy sentence like I am a teacher or he is big etc. The only thing you have to do is to use the pronoun for I and uh, the word that you would like to describe yourself with or the profession that you would like to um, tell people that you're working in. So to say I am a teacher if you're a woman is simply Anna Mudarrisa. Anna for I or me and Mudarrisa for teacher. Now if you're a man you need to remember to change Mudarris back to the masculine form. So I am a teacher for a man would be Anna Mudarris. And like I said, it works with all the other pronouns as well. Huwa tabib, he is a doctor. In Arabic, the, we can't see the is part of the sentence. Hiya tabiba, she is a doctor. Anta muhandis, you masculine are an engineer. And anti muhandisa, you feminine are an engineer. And it's especially important to remember the difference between anta and anti since we're not used to distinguish between feminine and masculine when we're using the second person in English. But in Arabic we make sure to know if we're talking to a man or to a woman. So anta muhandis to a man, anti muhandisa to a woman.
Um, in Arabic, these sentences are called Jumla ismiya because they don't have a verb in them. It means a nominal sentence, a sentence built just on. Um, uh, sorry, a sentence built without verbs. You can also make nominal sentences with adjectives. And in this case, the adjective stops working as an adjective and the grammatical name becomes predicate. Right? Now, that's not important to remember at the moment. What you have to remember is the gender agreement. Again, if you're talking about a woman, change the adjective to the feminine. If you're talking to a man, make sure it's in the masculine. Hiya najiha, she is successful. Hua mushtahid, he is hard working. Anta qasir, you're short. You masculine are short. Anti latifa, you feminine are nice. Instead of pronouns, one can use names. So instead of saying, as we did in the last sentence, Hiya Tabiba, we can say Khalida Tabiba Najiha. Khalida is a successful doctor. Mona Muhandisa Nashita. Mona is an active engineer. Ahmad Talibun Mushtahidun. Ahmad is a hard working student. Faris Tayar. Faris is a pilot. And Hana Tifla Samina. Hana is a fat child. Um, notice the three different feminine endings in the girls' names. Khalida with the ta marbuta, Mona with an alif maksura, and Hana with an alif and hamsa at the end. All three pronounced A. Now, we've talked a lot about the freestanding pronouns now. An Anna for me, Anta and Anti for you, and Hia and Hua for she and he. Now, there's a s those are the freestanding pronouns. There are also suffix pronouns in Arabic, pronouns that are attached to the end of words to show ownership, for example. And that's what we're going to have a look at today, when they show ownership. And we're going to use them together with the word ism. We have already heard ma ismuka, ma ismuki, ana ismi, lisa, for example. And it's this last part that's the interesting. The ya in ana ismi and the ka in ma ismuka. These letters added at the end of ism shows who the name belongs to. Ismi becomes my name, 
because of the E sound, the added ya at the end. Ismuka becomes your name. Ismuki, your name if you're talking to a woman. Ismuhu, his name. And Ismuha, her name. Ana ismi Said. My name is Said, a man speaking. Ana ismi Saida. My name is Saida, a woman speaking. Anta ismuka Khalid. Your name is Khalid, talking to a man. Anti ismuki Khalida. Your name is Khalida, talking to a woman. Huwa Ismuhu Karim. His name is Karim. Hiya Ismuha Karima. Her name is Karima.